0: Thank you.
1: demand and because we oh. wanted him back as much as possible, the god of Final Fantasy, Mr. Jones. Oh, John. It going? <laughs> Hey, and we have you back for a very special reason, as we attended the Distant World Show at Carnegie Hall. What was it, a few days ago? What, January 13th. Happened? Thank yep. you. And uh, this isn't our first time at uh, the Distant Worlds events, but this was at Carnegie Hall. How could we pass it up? So to get started what did you guys um let's compare it to pack first and then we'll go through like the set list i guess which which show did you guys like better i guess we'll start with you Lori.
2: um you know nothing's ever going to compare to the the very first time i ever um attended distant world just because you know everything is so new um and then just like the awe of being there um you know so I'm, i'm you know, I'm probably gonna say the first one would, would been my, you know, would be my favorite, and then, um, the sh- the one we just attended um, at Carnegie Hall is definitely a very close second. Um, really, really kind of hard to pick between the two, just because um some of the new uh, some of the new uh, songs that they played were just amazing. Um, uh, the arrangements were, I, I, you know, I can't even, I can't say enough about them. They're, they're, they were just just so well done and and just moving and i loved it so i mean but yeah if i have to pick one it's definitely going to be um just the first show i I went to
1: and what about you john
3: i i mean i also agree the the first show i think not really quite knowing what to expect going in and you know the excitement and everything was just uh it was really an amazing experience and um I don't really think you know that any show is really going to be able to compare to that. Um the Carnegie Hall show it it really was awesome too just I think mainly for the fact that um it was at Carnegie Hall so it was you know sort of that uh landmark venue um that that kind of really made it um that next level and then also it was the uh Final Fantasy 30th anniversary celebration so that was kind of, um, you know, part of that as well. But I think the first show, for sure, just not really quite knowing what to expect and the magic of it really brought that to uh, another level. But Yeah, that should make me cry amazing. the first time. Yeah, it was just yeah. powerful stuff.
1: <laughs> I agree with you guys. I think the first one was definitely the best, probably because it was the first one and I didn't know what to expect. Um, Not taking away from anything in this uh, Carnegie Hall show, as there was one piece, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit, that is uh, by far my absolute favorite out of any of the shows we've been to so far.
3: I can probably agree. (laughs) I'm sure it's the same thing for everybody.
1: So (laughs) we get to this venue, uh, Carnegie Hall, and we actually don't get in right away to the um, auditorium, like, like most places, if they're in the middle of a piece or a song or arrangement or whatever it's called they don't let you in the door and of course we were in the merch line for a while and didn't get to see the prelude um i don't remember what song we came in on do you guys by chance we came
2: in at the end of uh song two so we were able to um
1: so we pretty much only missed the prelude
2: yes well no and and the the battle battle
3: on the the big bridge Yeah. yeah
2: so we missed the first two songs but um you know after standing in line for what was it almost 40 minutes i was you know um and some uh confirmation from one of the employees pretty much saying like they'll let you in after the song's over so they're not going to completely shut you out of the show because if if that was if you know that was a real thing then no line is worth that i'm like i'm just gonna run out of line and get my seat um but uh you know uh we all this show also had the vip meet and greet with um with Nobu matsu and arnie ross and i needed some shit for them to sign so i was like i need to stand in this line
3: (laughs) you know just a a a little side note too um i think one of the things at the nj pack show was that they were basically letting people into their seats you know during um some of the songs which was Really distracting, and probably my my biggest gripe that I think we talked about on a a previous um podcast. I, I remember we were talking about distant roles a little bit, and uh, that I, I'm glad they kind of did that here, where they they waited for a song to finish before they let people um back to their seats, because it kind of helped with preventing that distraction.
1: Yeah, yeah that's hugely disruptive i agree the 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 one set of seats we had at nj pack when people were getting in front of us we were a little high up um and i I was not feeling trying to stand up that high up and let somebody through without getting pushed that that was a little nerve-wracking as well so i i definitely do do like the professionalism that carnegie hall had over nj pack
2: the seats we had at carnegie too were were pretty pretty stellar they were great
1: seats No, they were fucking epic. (laughs) Sitting two rows in front of us was the man himself. How how do you beat that? (laughs) Um, So we end up getting in there. We miss the prelude. We miss Battle on the Big Bridge. And we come in where Arnie Roth starts talking about uh, pretty much his intro. Um, And we get the classic victory theme, which I I do like. I'm glad we didn't miss that because I do really like that, too. Uh, and then it goes into one of my least favorite Final Fantasy songs, and that's Cosmo Canyon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know you weren't really too excited when they announced that that was going to be the next the next one.
1: Yeah. And it was so early on. I'm like, am I in, in store for a lot of oh Final Fantasy music that I I'm, I'm, i don't really care for? But no, that was probably the only one I, I was like, eh. Everything else I thought was great. What was that?
2: Eh, I don't know why you don't like that song.
1: I don't know. I definitely liked the Distant Worlds version better than I like the video game version or the, the soundtrack versions.
2: No, it's because you got lost in Cosmo Canyon, heard that shit over and over and over again.
1: And, <laughs> and, and Bugenhagen isn't exactly one of my favorite characters in the game. He, he's a giant turd with no arms. <laughs> or no legs or something I, I don't he just floats he has no <laughs> yeah. whatsoever, just a head on a floating body
2: you know I always the way he looks I always imagined that he had Master Roshi's voice from um, Dragon Ball Z right.
3: <laughs> definitely 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 has that appearance
1: um, not then, to get
2: too off topic, though.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then after Cosmo Canyon, we get not, "Not Alone" from Nine, which I think the cinematics in the background for that were some of my favorites. Uh, again, this isn't one of my favorite songs, but I don't mind it. Uh, Nine is also—I know I'm going to get fights here. Nine is also not my favorite Final Fantasy game.
3: <laughs> I, I was quite excited to hear that song because that's probably—I mean. If anyone asks, I would say like nine is probably my personal favorite. Six, I think, is the best, and it's really tied for my favorite. But I mean, nine just has that charm. So, any anything that I would hear from nine, I, I'm sure I would be happy,
2: regardless. Yeah, I like nine a lot. I like that you know better than I liked Roses of May. Um, mm-hmm. Although I really, I really wanted to. Um, I would really like to hear their rendition of Freya's theme. Oh I my god, or is, Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, definitely, that's my favorite song. That's my shit. <laughs> I really want to hear that. I really, um, if that ever comes out, I don't care where we are. Like, we're we're going to go see it.
3: <laughs> that's a good recommendation. I don't think they've ever arranged that yet, at least as far as I know. Unless they just never play it, but.
1: Well, you bring up a good point there, because they mentioned this time that they've, what, arranged over 140 different pieces, and yet there's still so much more Final Fantasy music that isn't yep. arranged. That's crazy. That's just nuts to me, that they, they can choose from 140 different pieces, and um, spoiler alert, they didn't play the song I really wanted to hear, uh, which is Laguna Steam or Laguna Steam. but he has a gun, uh, uh okay as a man with a machine gun <laughs> yes thank you and i really wanted to hear that but that didn't happen but again later on we get to something fucking epic um after we had not alone it goes into a final fantasy eight piece the oath which i believe some of us here were looking very forward to and might have something to say about that am I that's wrong, one Laurie? of my personal favorites
2: <laughs> definitely uh excited uh to hear that that's one of um man with the, she- the machine gun definitely classic but you know we have heard it twice before in two other shows same thing with eyes on me eyes on me was actually the the score that i um you know that with the with the vocalist um at the tearing last up. show that's the you no know, that's so i didn't i wasn't tearing up i was straight up crying it was <laughs> just because uh final fantasy it was the very first uh Final Fantasy I ever played and that song is just um I think I might have been like 12 about 11 or 12 years old and um granted the lyrics of that song isn't is, isn't um super sophisticated or the or the best but um you know it's definitely it's it's super memorable it, it fits the game so of course like hearing it hearing somebody sing it with you know an orchestra you know it just brings up all these memories and it definitely it was very moving but um you know, with the oath, another one of my just like top songs from that game. And I was just, um, I was super stoked to hear it. Um, again, I I really can't say enough about it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that too. Like when I think of the the soundtrack from, uh, Final Fantasy, that's, that's definitely one of the top tracks and like one of the, the first ones really that'll, Come to mind probably um, besides the man with the machine gun for me, and um, you know there's there's a couple other ones there. I, I'm not sure that they've ever played, but um, the oh, triple
2: specific- Triad <laughs>
1: yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> that song. Oh. <laughs> I go to the golden saucer in 14 just to hear it. Just for that, yeah. I suck at that game in Final Fantasy 14. I'm I'm terrible at triple triad and, and this. I was good at it on eight, but. Not in this one. But anyway, I guess we'll get we'll get back. I'm sorry, getting off topic. Still, would like to hear them do triple triad. That'd be dope as shit. Um then we get a song from twelve, Flash of Steel. I don't think I know where in twelve this is, actually. So I'll leave it up to you two to let me know.
3: You know, I'm really I'm really not quite sure. I yeah, feel like maybe it has something to do with uh the judges or something like that personally because I I really do love um 12 and you know, I know the last time we were there they played the uh Dalmasca Esther Sam which was really cool. I I think over this I mean, this was still a really good song. It had you know, really good visuals. I think I probably would have been more excited if they played um either like the the actual boss theme or um like the esper battle theme which is really cool too but um i mean i think overall though it still had that um that same same vibe compared to you know some of the other final fantasy um tracks because i do believe uh 12 was composed by someone else it wasn't uh it wasn't nobu uematsu um not sure what the person's name was, but I think it it was a different composer.
1: And the other good thing I like about 12 is the visuals again for this, this game were, were off the hook for the time. And I, I will go back and play 12 uh, at some point since I do have the Zodiac age version and the music in this game is great. The gameplay in this game is great. The replay value, the side missions, um, even though I don't know where the song was from watching the cinematic in the background was very entertaining to me. And uh kinda of made me want to play this game all over again.
3: Me too. <laughs> gotta get back to that save file eventually.
1: Yeah. yeah. Especially since on the original version, um, I still didn't complete it. We we still have like one battle left. But uh I think it's time to start all over with the, the Zodiac Age version. And
2: gotta put in another hundred hours. Yeah. That's
1: more than bad. that. And then after that we got Searching for Friends from Final Fantasy Six. Um, my favorite Final Fantasy game. Uh not one of again, my favorite songs from this 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 game, but uh I love hearing anything sick, so I'll take what I can get. But I don't think there there's really much to go over with this unless you guys have something to say about it.
3: Not really. I mean to to me it wasn't really that, you know, memorable. Um mm. And and to be quite honest, just as like a little side note, I think the the first half of the show, um, especially, it was much on the uh like the softer side of a lot of you know the different tracks from um the Final Fantasy universe. Um, I was ex- honestly like I was expecting a lot more of the the heavy hitting songs, some of maybe the most well known songs for such a big show. Is that deep um, tracks later,
1: or no deep tracks at all?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, no deep tracks. <laughs> <laughs> that may, I think that's just what my expectation was, but um, I'm not I'm not complaining by any means. Like it was still an awesome set, and every everything was great. But um, you know, just yeah. some of some of it wasn't a little. It wasn't really all too memorable. Um, to kind of <laughs> go from that the next the next song after that to really. It's didn't stand thanks. out i yeah, think i would thanks, have liked man. to
2: have heard phantom train over over you know for a final fantasy six song versus uh searching for friends mm-hmm. yeah. um we've definitely never heard it. i think they they i think they have arranged it i yeah. want to say um that's a track on one of the distant world cds if i'm not mistaken
3: or Dancing Mad would have been amazing too. That, that was actually fun. I was actually hoping for that, but we got something else really good, so which <laughs> we'll get to.
1: And then uh, the next one is Fang's theme from what is that, thirteen? Yeah. I really
2: yeah. couldn't have given it more like less of a shit about this song, but I mean whatever. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean to to be fair, like Thirteen does have, you know, some really good some really good songs. I do like some of the uh like the environmental songs but um blinded by light which which they've done the the battle theme i mean that even would have been better i think than than fang yeah.
1: and then we get the theme of love from four which i kind of like this song i don't Four um to me out yeah, of the the top six four is my least favorite uh,
2: really
3: wow yeah that's like my third favorite
1: Nah, no, if I have to really choose, mine goes six, one, three, two, five, four. Wow! Out of the top six, of the first six set.
0: Surprise! Uh, yeah,
1: that's a. Yeah. The first one. Is the, the ending to that is. In,
2: I know. See, but, I haven't played it, but don't they go to the moon?
1: They do. That's in four, right? Yep, and the lunar yeah. will yeah that that was my problem before it I was a little weird when I got to
3: that point yeah it was kind of <laughs> out there but it, it,
1: that were, that was honestly my biggest problem with it because the characters I thought were great, but that whole moon segment, I think it should have just ended before that, and it would have been fine, but that kind of really bothered me for a very long time. in fact, when I got there, I stopped playing for um quite a while and then went back and just beat it just just to just to say I did it and just to complete it but um yeah, so that that that's pretty much my story on, on, on that, if anybody really gave a shit. <laughs> and then, honestly, the next two songs in this, this first set were probably my two favorite out of the, the entire thing. Um, nice. Yeah, and that was a, a Apocalypse, you could say, and I'm not saying these names. Apocalypse
2: like, is Noctis.
1: And? Twelve.
2: Um, libera Fatale. Fatale. Liberi fatali Everyone
1: yes. knows that song. It's the intro to Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, just the, the 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 chorus, people in the background, and everything else was just made that amazing. For both.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they had the chorus for both. One thing, um, if I could say about uh, Apocalypse Noctis, I know we heard that um, when we were at the NJ Pack show previously, like the last NJ Pack uh, appearance. I think they, you know, they were playing that on that current leg of the tour. Um, one thing that's like kind of stands out about that too, and I we kind of talked about this there too, but like just the amount of um, fandom that uh, FF fifteen has, like whether it's I, I mean I'm gonna assume that it's it's a new generation of fans because people were just going absolutely crazy for anything fifteen related.
1: I think the other thing with fifteen that uh, hasn't. I don't know the, the 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 everything they did in fifteen art wise, um, movement, um, camera angles. It's it's a pretty game. It, it, bottom line, it, it's art wise. It's 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 fucking pretty as hell. I don't I don't know how to explain what I'm saying, but it's more like a movie than it is a video game um, with how realistic and everything looks. You know they really
2: say that about every single Final Fantasy, like I, I know when it came it, out,
1: and it's getting closer and closer to to. To being real life, so I mean, I think that has a lot to do with the newer crowd getting into it too. In my opinion, um, yeah, because
3: I mean, if you compare some of like the the songs from some of like the older um, the older games, especially what's in the the latter part of the uh, the set, I think just the the reaction to to that song, you know, people really. Give it a lot of credit. So nothing against it. I think thought it was a great game. I just found it really interesting how how much support it got. You know.
1: Yeah. And then after these two songs, they they did the intermission. Um, honestly, after these two, I kind of wanted them to keep going now because th- this this pumped me up for the rest of it. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt, other than the fact I had an over urging uh, feeling to have to to pee. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. I, I Definitely. Like, and, and and listen to the rest of the, the the stuff without the intermission. But yeah, pee break was kind of important at this point. Um, nothing exciting happened during the intermission. It was standard intermission. I peed, and we all made it back to our seats on time for set two.
3: It was a great relief. <laughs> yes. Like a second half of the set. Much
1: <laughs> necessary. And now we get into in my opinion what i was expecting to hear as like the opening um number in the first set and that's the bombing mission from seven I no really if we thought...
2: missed this if that was the opening set in the first and we missed that i would have been so pissed work. off yeah. i would have been like un- super super angry um
1: i just felt that would have been an awesome opening
2: yeah it would thing. have but... if we were already there yes <laughs> i would have agreed with you but opening a set, too. I, I'll take it.
1: Yeah, th- This song gets stuck in my head I think more than any final f- that's not true. Uh, terrorist team gets stuck in my head quite a lot, too. Um, but these, th- 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 this song is always stuck in my damn head. And, and I don't even realize it's this song until somebody points it out. So.
3: I know. No, I think, I think they maybe included new footage from the game. Like, I, I know there was a, a second trailer, like the 7 remake that came out not too long ago and i think a lot of the footage was from that but they also kind of gave the impression that some of it was new footage like exclusively for
2: the 30th anniversary distant
3: world yeah and i mean people were just going absolutely nuts for for that you know myself included i i thought it was really cool how they did that and especially you know for anyone familiar with the song and how it opens and you're looking at the, you know, the the slums of Midgar, and you see Aerith, uh, we'll call her by her proper name, kneeling down and doing whatever she's doing with the flowers or whatever. And uh, they kind of showed the old school FF Seven, but then as soon as the uh the song picks up and the train's making its way into the reactor, um, it like had switched over to new footage, and I just thought that was really cool the way they did that.
1: Yeah. yeah that's, I was gonna say that's a, that's a decent point that you brought up. I mean the timing that they do to sync up with the video in the background is utterly amazing as well. And and that exactly what you just said proves that point. Like th- the the video switched right when it was supposed to. I mean it's all edited and everything before the show. They're just literally playing along to a video. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the the video work for 30th anniversary was just like top-notch. They did such a good job. Um You know, even with some of the you know familiar songs, I don't you know I don't doubt that a lot of the footage was the same, but you know they're cut a little bit differently. You know, some of the um, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the the new footage that we got or new arrangements of the footage that we got were just like they were just done so well, and it really like my highest compliments to the video team for the show.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean especially
3: compared to NJ Pack, like not to not to knock that, but I know there were certain points like with certain medleys, um during that show where you know they were just playing videos from different um final Mm -hmm. fantasy games along to music from different like a different um final fantasy game i mean that's just being kind of nitpicky because it wasn't (laughs) that noticeable but i mean they really they really killed it with this you know Mm
1: -hmm. uh and then um we get another song from 15 uh, Somnus, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah. Uh which I thought was great. The instrumental from that was done really well. Um and I think the other reason that they had a lot uh, of fifteen stuff in here which I, I didn't expect is they had the also what what's her name from? Was she the composer for fifteen or something like that? She yeah. was there as well. Yoko um,
3: Shimomura.
1: Yeah. So I mean it was it was great the the fact that they had Nobu, they had her, they had um What's his name there as well? I can't pronounce his Japanese name, so I'm letting you guys do it. So
3: I was I was going to mention that when we got a little bit later on, but uh, mm-hmm. Hironobu Sakaguchi, yeah. aka the father of Final Fantasy, was there. And I just remember my jaw probably hit the floor, <laughs> and I remember looking at you guys, and you guys basically had the same reaction. So yeah. just when we when we got to our seats, basically um Arnie Roth had turned around and was speaking to the crowd and basically was pointing out people in the audience and we found out that uh san was basically sitting, you know, two seats directly in front of us. And then that was exciting. But then the fact that he called out Hiro Nobu Sakaguchi as a special guest,
1: I mean I, I was not expecting that at all. I <laughs> think on? I fell
2: freaked out.
1: Who was also yeah. Two rows in front of us, just on the opposite, opposite aisle. Side. Yeah, so it it was crazy just to be that close to these these let's guys. Not, who, who let's not forget.
3: It. Let's not forget the Square Enix exec that they called out as well. Yeah. who didn't answer my questions? So,
1: yeah, who cares? He didn't answer my question on when we were getting Kingdom Hearts three. Right. <laughs>
3: but, uh, but if I if I could say one more thing about sure. that though, I know I know we had you know. Um, the the love that Fifteen gets, and part of the reason why I feel like it was that newer generation too. Um, we're like more of that old school Final Fantasy generation, and
1: when I don't want to say that. What? Well, I am old really, school. Yeah, you so don't old. think so?
2: No, we totally are. But she just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs>
3: yeah, you no don't want to admit is. it. Well, it's the reality. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, but, you know, just I think like our reaction to uh Sakaguchi being there and then overall the crowd's reaction to uh Yoko Shimomura being there, like she got an overwhelming amount of applause and like nothing, nothing against her, nothing against 15. I just found that kind of astounding that it got so much love. And I think part of that has to do with that newer fan group who. May not necessarily know, you know, Hiro Nobu Sakaguchi by name, but they know, you know, anything 15 related. And I just, I, I mean, it's kind of cool though that they. Yeah, it was definitely surprising, that.
2: you know, in a pleasant way. You know, it's nice exactly. to now see a much younger
1: get into the game, keep it alive, because that's exactly one of the big problems. Um, that I have recently is that the JRPG. Uh, genre of games that hasn't really been that big, uh, other than like the Lost Fear, which is coming out um, today. Actually, came out today. Yeah. This recording, and I am Satsuna. There hasn't really been much here in the states um, in that genre, and and I kind of wanted to come back. Although, conversation for a different day. Uh, Lost Fear, I haven't played yet, but I am Satsuna. Was a bit repetitive in dialogue that kind of bothered me so hopefully that's fixed in this new game which we will be playing at some point but back to um the distant world show we we get the the somnus from 15 then we go and get heaven's ward from 14 and um this is kind of like the first time i've actually listened and heard this song and it 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 mean this is what i think caused me to re-download 14 and get my character back up to speed after
2: Um, two years of (laughs) inactivity, eight
1: hundred and ten days if you want to be exact (laughs) (laughs) it told me that because uh my credit card had expired during that time (laughs) and that song is great um like i said never really heard it before never got that far in 14 to hear it and never down yeah i never downloaded the expansion pack until recently I was
3: a big, big fan of, uh, of that one as well. I I was actually not expecting, I was expecting something from 14. I wasn't expecting that. I know, um, Arnie Roth had said it was a premiere of some kind. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times they say that, and it's just a new song that they're playing for, um, their current, you know, their current tour, but looking at the previous, um, you know, set list, uh they did play something else in place of that. So what did they um, play? Uh I don't know offhand. Oh, um, not important. Yeah, but it. the but the uh Heavensward though with the the opera type singer in the beginning. Um and you know the other the other interesting part about that song too I think is it was actually what was used for the uh the trailer for Heavensward. Um yeah and it i guess it was more or less the the theme of heaven's word besides uh dragon song which is the the vocal song that we heard um from the previous distant worlds but just the di- the dynamic of this song because it, it just has so many different layers of you know intensity basically as it carries on and um pretty much even the visual stuck true to the uh the trailer, and actually looking at the uh the set list now from the show before that, it was uh, torn from the heavens from Final Fantasy XIV, which was the song they opened with at both shows at NJ Pack when we were there last year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I was really really yeah. happy to hear this one.
1: Yeah, I, I like it, especially with fourteen. I like it when they they change it up. A bit. Um, I don't know. I I like hearing th- different things, which. Kinda it's my problem with the next song. While I say that for that one, I am not happy that they did Cinco de Chocobo and rather have heard the medley um that we heard at NJ Pack.
2: Yeah, I have to (laughs) completely agree with you there. I was so disappointed to not hear that. If I was like if there was one song I definitely wanted to hear again, it was this one.
0: Yeah.
1: With the spelling of the chocobo and and it's a crowd crowd yeah. Yeah. And that's why i don't I, I don't understand why they played single de chocobo versus um, the medley uh, not going to complain too much because any chocobo song is welcome in my book
3: it was I think it was still one of the better like chocobo uh variations you know I, the one
1: seven. from yeah the one from fourteen is probably my favorite uh, I just ride my chocobo around just to to hear it or take a chocobo from costa del Sol or wherever just to hear the chocobo song uh, you know
3: just uh another little thing like i know arnie roth has said that certain you know certain songs should be staples to every show and i i really think that chocobo medley should just stand out at every show because it, it just is so much fun whenever they play that
1: yeah well i i honestly think um this should be that should be part of an encore yeah uh, which we'll talk about in a minute um, cause we're coming closer to the end of, of our, our second set here. Um, and I probably would have changed the encore around a little bit. And, yeah. and like I said, when we get there, I'll talk about that. But after the, the, the Cinco de Chocobo, unless anybody has anything else to say about it, um, we go into the Hymn of the Faith and Xanarkand, which again was done ridiculously well. Um, the fact that T, this is a crybaby, uh, I could overlook uh-huh. it for how well this was done. <laughs> Again, the choir and, and the background, ding, ding. it was great. And honestly, again, ten does not have some of my my favorite music, um, but th- this this was done well. I, uh, what do you guys have to say about it? If anything, this was the tear jerking part of the whole show.
2: See, I felt like I was right in the middle of like the Cloister Trials, like right there. Like, <laughs> I'm like oh, I'm gosh. there. I'm summon, like this is crazy. Um, it like it, the just between the acoustics and the venue, the choir, the music, it was. I just felt like I was transported right in the game, and I think this was um, for any one song where you know, if you had to feel like transplanted into like a completely different place, this is definitely the song that did it for me.
3: Mm-hmm. and the, and going back to what i had had just said uh for the other song too like this this is one of the songs that Zan- zanarkin specifically that um you know they said they would play basically at at every show and i i really like how they put uh hymn of the faith before it mm-hmm. with the choir i mean i thought that was amazing uh yeah, that was tight. You know, but like, I, I'm not, again, like Joe said, I'm not really the biggest fan of Ten, and see, a ten. lot of the music's good, but, you know, Xanarchand, I don't know.
1: My, my, it doesn't really
3: excite me, sorry my, to see, say.
1: <laughs> it's funny because Ten has one of my favorite all time characters in any video game, um, and that's Orin. But mm-hmm. looking over the, the daddy issues of Tetis of in this game was, was really Really bad at some points, and I had a problem with Yuna at some points uh, as well. I don't know what it is, her voice really killed me. But I'm a big fan of Lulu,
3: she's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, th- I think Mace everybody alive. was,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh huh.
1: <laughs> but, but I mean, as far as the game went, uh, um, I liked it. Uh, the music was okay. Um, I honestly. The hymn of the faith was done very well at the show. That that was amazing, fucking amazing, uh, but not as amazing as the next song. This this is it, it, this should be played exactly how they did it at every show, the way they did it here at Carnegie Hall, and that is the opera of Maria and Draco from Six. This was fucking off the hook. I did
2: not expect this at all either. It was. Nope. Um...
1: I said it beforehand that I wanted to hear this song. I did not expect them to do what they did, uh, bringing out the the opera singers and a narrator to pretty much reenact this entire scene from six. Uh, you know, they they just dropped. They could have dropped the mic after that, and it would have been fine.
3: Yep, yep. That was just <laughs> absolutely incredible. And I mean, think, thinking too, it was probably. I mean, anywhere, what from fourteen to sixteen minutes long, like it was, yeah. you know, just I can't words can't even explain how amazing I, that that was to hear that.
1: The price of the ticket alone, um, however much we paid, I don't care. Um, this song was worth every penny of the show. If they just played this, I would have I would have paid that much money just to see this. One track again, and in fact, I hope it's on one of the Distant World CDs um, like that. I doubt it is. I don't doubt it will be released. Um, was like this that, the first but...
2: Distant World's uh, show where they actually de Was this the debut with the vocalist, or did they play it at another show?
1: They've played this at a, at another show, but with the vocalist, the narrator, and stuff. I don't think so. The narrator, son. Um... Yeah, they
3: they did say it was a like a newer arrangement of it. Yeah, that had added added material as well, which is kind of crazy. So they really, they really did just a phenomenal job with that. It was, it was just so amazing.
1: This song it by itself got a standing ovation from. Yep. By it so good. Had to, <laughs> had to like it was.
2: Really, the vocalist too. Like they, I mean, um, you didn't have the vocalist, yeah. you know, in the game, but. I mean, well, you just—you heard, heard it.
1: <laughs> you had a vocalist in the game. It was Maria, and and I was like did it was <laughs> like
3: <laughs> yeah, it was sounds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but they were there, and the words were on the screen. <laughs> um, but no, this this actually, in my opinion, in six was a big pain in the ass part to get through. Um, but honestly, because you had to memorize the entire opera pretty much, or do what I did and write down all the lines. Um, and then plug them in where they were needed it, it was multiple choice so it wasn't too difficult but it, it it took a few times of me getting through it to to do it and then after doing it and seeing the whole thing and the accomplishment and then seeing where they took it to now from when six was released and this scene to what they did with it is is absolutely amazing amazing and i don't know do you guys want to add anything else to that other than the fact it's nope okay no. and then we get the final fantasy final fantasy series uh to end the show um i don't know what that means what song was this
2: that's just this... the overall final you know, fantasy yeah. theme. it sounds like a graduation song yeah, yeah i'm just
1: making sure it's it's that one because i confuse yeah. it with the prelude i think sometimes um we get that they roll. They actually roll the credits of everybody who's in in the orchestra and the choir and and, and the composers and and everything else, um, which is great. That, that's pretty cool that they do that. They show like the end of game credits. Yeah. Uh, and, and before you think it's over, it's not. Like any good concert, there is encore.s While I believe the Chocobo song should have been here, and the first encore song should have been probably after the opera, only because you can't take the opera out, and before the the credits is Aerith Steam. I think they should have I don't think that should have been the, the encore. I would have rather have heard the Chocobo song and moved that into the actual set. Just my opinion. Um, if I was arranging the set list, that's what I would have done. Uh, But it is Eretz's theme, and it is a classic. I think
2: what would have been a super nice surprise for this was if they were to have added maybe a little bit of footage from Seven. Oh, my. I actually was, like, Uh, kind uh, of desperately hoping that they would. And um, this I mean, the song itself is just, like, an amazing piece, um, you know, that doesn't really need, like, any accompaniment. But... Um, you know we have heard it in both shows that we've been to so I felt like you know as an encore piece I was kind of expecting a little bit more and I I was a little Mm -hmm. underwhelmed by it Um, and I think you know not because of the way it was played but because I think again it was an encore piece and we've seen it twice before in like the regular set so I was just like kind of hoping for something a little bit more and um, you know did get it
3: I agree with that too I mean, you know, again, overall, nothing against the set list. I was just expecting some really big, you know, heavy hitting um, songs and maybe some of the more like, you know, popular songs. Like you said before, Terror's Theme, I, I would have
1: expected to hear that. It. I would have loved it. anything from Six. I love hearing anything yeah. from Six. But yeah, Terror's Theme, uh, we have heard it before, but it's so good. So good should be in every set, <laughs> uh, but that pretty much ends the show. Um, well,
3: you have one winged angel. <laughs> of
1: course, you can't have a distant world show or any. Final it doesn't need to be said. Show. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we know that they were going to play that. Yeah. there's no way that they weren't.
1: But again, their arrangement is my absolute favorite arrangement of um, one winged angel as well. Uh, better than any Kingdom Hearts version. Better than the video game. It's, 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 it's fucking great. It's, it's great, and I think it is the perfect song to end the entire show on. Espe-
0: especially really
1: nice. how they
3: get the crowd, crowd worked up. You know, with the lyrics. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: and usually Nobu uh, uh, goes on stage to start this off too, if he's in attendance. So I think that's always a, um, a great thing as well. What were you gonna say, Lori?
2: I think um, so. To with the. Um... With the crowd participation part. So, did you guys notice that the first show that we went to, they tried to get the audience to really to sing, to the sing along the, the entire yep. chorus. Or the entire thing, not just that. And then they kind of whittled that down. Um, to just yelling off. Yeah, Sephiroth. to just, like, you have one job now. Because you guys literally can't even fucking do this. Like, how many times mean, do they did? I mean, it is Latin. It something. is, yes. <laughs> like, and it's, it's hard.
3: English or, you know, something that... People can easily read. Like, I,
1: I I think what happened with that, and this is just my opinion because we were, is it it was all over the place because people couldn't read as fast as others or were pronouncing words wrong, and it just sounded like a, a complete, clusterfuck of mess. Yeah, (laughs) I agree
3: with that. Um,
1: but if I kind of don't mind that, I think it was more of a funny, lighthearted way of doing the song. Yeah, uh, it gets people involved. So I mean, depending on the venue and reading. I think that definitely has a place somewhere. I just, don't think carnegie hall was where they wanted to do that i think they wanted to try to keep this as legit as possible because it is carnegie hall and i just wonder when they made that
2: decision when they were just like yeah we're not we're not doing this anymore it was (laughs)
3: after the nj pack show
1: new jersey Jersey (laughs) kids can't can't sing
3: they do not know how to read (laughs) um one one other thing like i don't know i'm sure you guys have noticed but did you notice how like they just use a ton of um advent children footage for for that and like yeah sp- specifically like cloud fighting um I think his name is Kadaj yeah, I want to say Yeah I don't know I don't know like I I don't really
1: I care about that too much, but they they could have played the final battle scene from Seven through the entire thing and just looped it, and I would have been fine. I would have liked. I think they did at one point. I think that this is a new. This was new. No, they do show the. the, They still show the 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 end battle of Seven, and they show the the fire scene with Sephiroth from from Seven, um, and they do show the newer one. But like I said, they could just loop it, and that's it. Just just loop the battle scene over again. And make it just look like one long ass battle, and I would have been fine.
3: Even even more footage of Cloud like fighting actual Sephiroth, though, from Advent Children would be, I think, yeah. better. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. That's just a little gripe I have with that. But...
1: No, I I agree. I I would prefer the Seven stuff. Um, anything else
0: you guys have to add to the to the One Winged Angel?
1: if not let's move into the meet and greet and uh standing in line for that uh, how are you guys feeling uh, i'll let john start
3: uh, well i'm glad we took that bathroom break <laughs> in uh, intermission to to start um, you know the line itself wasn't uh that bad but uh just the excitement level i think was crazy and you know the fact that I think Nobu San is is such a hero to to all of us is it it was all it was overwhelming, you know. But it's just really awesome, awesome experience. And I'm waiting online, and Hero Nobu Sakaguchi was standing down at the other end of the hallway, like directly across from us. <laughs>
2: yeah, he couldn't yes. have been more than like 25
3: feet
1: away. Right. That's that you're probably about exactly right. Um... Which I thought was crazy, but as soon as he saw the line, he's like, "Nope, I'm going behind this lock." Yeah,
3: nope, nope, we're (laughs) out.
1: (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Now it's funny because he, he, you know, they stayed there um, while all this was going on in the signing. Do do they? Do you think they hang out like after work and stuff? Like they're they're still friends and shit? Because that's kind of the feeling I got. Like he was just waiting for his buddy to finish up work.
3: I I feel (laughs) like they probably like went out to dinner. And when they were done, like they probably went somewhere quiet where they could just chat, but that's that's what I would like to think. But who who really knows, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think you're right though. Because otherwise why didn't he just bang out the yeah, back door went. before all exactly. this the signing stuff went. But standing the, in, in, Yep, I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I was gonna say I think even like the Square Enix exec guy was like sitting down on the bench, like while everyone was waiting online too like he was hanging around
1: if i if i saw him i would have asked him again where my damn kingdom hearts game? <laughs> maybe this time he'd have to answer me because i'm face to face but
2: could you imagine if um yoshitaka Amano or Tatsuya namura um showed up oh my god i think <laughs> oh i literally god. would have just like killed over and died
3: uh
0: um, you,
2: you would have, uh, Tatsuya Nomura, he's like director, I think, for the Kingdom Hearts series, Joe. Yes, so you, you would have been correct. able to like, scream that, uh, question out. And, uh... Oh,
1: I would have been like, What are you doing here? Get back to work. <laughs> that game better be out by Christmas this year because I'm starting to really lose my shit and I've spent way too much money on Kingdom Hearts crap to date.
3: I would have had to, did you say, uh, Yoshitaka Mana? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have had to ask for him to sketch on me and definitely (laughs) have, like, went to a tattoo parlor right from there, like, this is permanent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: you
2: you can't wait with that, because, like, one little smudge, you're just like, no!
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would have been nuts. And what were your thoughts going into the meet and greet, Laurie?
2: Uh, Exactly the same as John's. It was just... uh, You know, it's just like an overall just kind of like nervousness. Like, you know, it's like, you know, you've been listening to this, to music that this guy's composed for 30 years. I mean, well, (laughs) I, I mean, I haven't been listening to it for 30 years, but at least for 20, you know, at least 20. And, um, so that's, that's, it's, it's, it's insane and, and overwhelming and, um, you know, and you're you know you're a little starstruck, but you don't be lame. So you're like, okay, just keep right. your cool. Don't be stupid or weird or creepy. And, so is that why know. I had to talk first to them? Yeah, I was just like, here <laughs> you go, first. <laughs> I was like, I
1: was like, yo, dog, what's up, son? The arrangements are good. I didn't know Arnie Roth had a mustache until I was that close to him.
3: <laughs> I really didn't. I, was like, oh, shit. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah,
2: I didn't yeah. either at all. I didn't catch that. I
1: was like, yo, dog, you got a stash. I didn't even I don't notice even that. think I
2: looked him in the eyes though. I'm pretty sure I just stared at the table.
1: Uh, I I tried telling him all about our NJ Pack show and how it wasn't our first show and he's like, I don't remember what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> then what again, is NJ Pack? Yeah, then again I I forget that You know, it's in
2: uh, in uh Newark, you know.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well I forget they're they're not local so they don't know the uh uh, uh acronyms for our our Venues. sites like P and C Art Center and, yeah. and Pack and whatever else we have. Um the Mac building at Brookdale Community College. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the meet and greet I thought was great. I think they gave everybody plenty of time to talk with. They were they were super Definitely. nice, super, super great. Um, yeah, I, didn't
2: feel I, was expect-
1: I was going to say, I definitely expected to sign this, sign this, take a picture, get the hell out. And no, they, they talked to us for what, uh, at least a good minute. Yeah. I'd have to say at least a minute. Um, we, we got our picture taken, which, which was great. Although I'm pretty sure my face wasn't the best, uh, but you guys looked good.
2: No, you look fine.
3: Yeah, I mean, all things considered, I feel like we pulled it off because I really was struggling not to make some ridiculously awkward smile and like, you know, I normally have the same same smile like in most most pictures, but I was just overwhelmed and uh, you know, just out out of anyone I've ever met, you know, like like that, like any musician or anything this was just on another level of uh excitement yeah know.
1: um which brings me to bring up a sore subject but we were trying to meet them at one other point in time and, and failed Ugh. uh so i oh I, god <laughs> so um i definitely feel like like the weight was worth it definitely uh, paid even all. though the yep. i was gonna say even though the disappointment from last time stung uh, I mean Carnegie Hall you're, you're meeting Nobu uh, and Arnie Roth I feel like they gave us plenty of time and, and they signed our stuff for us and then they talked to us like human beings it was great I, I did I, I good people <laughs> I don't know what do you guys have to add anything?
3: I mean I, I did tell Nobu San I was getting his name tattooed on my arm based on that signature and he <laughs> laughed at it and Said, said something in regards to it and Arnie Roth got a laugh out of it. So I thought that was kind of cool, but you know, again too, like if we had done the meet and greet at NJ um, pack, I don't know if we would have necessarily done, you know, done it again for this show. Maybe you guys would have, I, I don't know. But um, at the same time, like we wouldn't have been backstage at Carnegie hall and uh, with Hironobu there and everything. I think it was just, perfect experience
2: i think so too i I think um it it um the universe was very kind to us
1: Uh, (laughs) it it paid off i agree i i loved every minute of this show um the only thing i i could do without is the train ride to new york city but
2: oh and it was cold it was (laughs) super cold. cold it was
1: fine i was fine um and then after the show we we hearted ways and I went home. Does anybody have any final thoughts they'd like to add before I start closing out?
3: No, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what their, you know, next uh, their next, I don't think they announced a, a new date yet for um, you know, our, our area over here, but uh, again, you know, I, I always look forward to going back to see the show, especially because who knows what they're going to play and mm-hmm. it can be New new songs they're premiering or you know there's just so much music from the Final Fantasy universe and I think that's always going to make it um an awesome experience regardless of uh the venue or any of that so yeah
1: uh, I'm definitely looking forward to a new new date um and I'll we'll be there I'm sure as long as it's somewhat close within a plane or car ride away. Uh, Lori, do you have anything to add?
2: Um, I mean, nothing that hasn't been said already. Um, just if you've never, ever attended a Distant World show before, um, really, I I don't know what you're waiting for. It's, it's absolutely – yeah. yeah, it's worth the money. Uh, I think I first heard about it when I was in college and, like, really couldn't even afford to go and just – you know, I just am so – thrilled that you know as an adult i can afford these things and um it's just it's awesome it's amazing i'm so happy that they still continue to tour
1: yeah and um all right if if anybody out there has gone to the show let me know your thoughts you can uh comment on this this show and at www.nerdcaster.com um and if you're going to the show in the future i'd love to hear about that as well other than that feel free to look us up on facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaster on Twitter at nerd underscorecaster and Instagram at nerdcaster. I'm did I get those all right this time?
2: Yeah, I think you did.
1: Awesome. Or feel free to email us at hello at nerdcaster.com. And uh, my cat's going ape shit. Does anybody else have anything to say? Any final things? Anybody want to say goodbye?
2: Um Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> nerdcaster out.